we are good because it is time for another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. And we are so delighted to have uh, best-selling author Kristen Harmel with us. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hi. Hi, how are you? Fantastic. We are so good. So um, we know this book came out last fall, but you've got the trade paperback of the Book of Lost Names. And it's just come out. It's just come out. And this is such an incredible... Incredible, incredible book. I, Julie and I were just, I don't know that I've cried that hard in that good of a way for a book for a long time. Oh my gosh, thank you. And you know what? When people say that, I always feel like I should apologize. No. Like, what, oh, no. what other situation? But, but, like, really, like, what other situation in life can somebody say to you, like, you made me cry? And you're like, yeah, yes. I did my job. <laughs> it is. We're, it's one of our favorite books this year, and we read books. Um, yeah. But it was, it's you. so unique and so Thank different. Thank you so much. And we can't believe we haven't read other books by you. My gosh. We are, we're changing that, Kristen. <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, because okay, Julie and I, we really do love historical fiction. I mean, uh, we ha- we've we had, uh, you know, Kate Quinn on. and Many um, of your oh, friends that you do your her. podcast yes. with on. Um, we, we love these types of books. So if you could give people the oh. setup of the Book of Lost Names, because we really want to encourage to read this, this page-turner of a book. Oh, my gosh. Well, you are being so nice. Thank you so much for all the kind words. Um, so, And I have also heard such great things about the two of you from some of those other authors you mentioned. So oh, I've been yay. so excited about coming on because everyone <laughs> speaks so highly of you. Oh, that's so nice. So, <laughs> so the Book of Lost Names is the story of a female forger in World War II who kind of stumbles into the French resistance mostly by accident and then winds up helping save the lives of hundreds of children. So she and her mom are fleeing the Nazis themselves, and they wind up in this small French mountain town in, yeah, in the unoccupied zone of France, where a priest working for a local resistance network finds out about her false papers that she's forged for herself and her mother, and then he approaches her and offers her help in getting her father out of the detention center outside of Paris, where he's being held, in return for him, her, sorry, helping him with um, some forged documents. So that's kind of how she gets into these forgeries, um, and she thinks she's just going to stay for a little while. But she winds up really finding fulfillment in this work, um, not least of all because she's working with another talented forger named Remy, who there's kind of a little bit of a love connection with, um, but also because she and Remy are primarily helping children, um, children who need to escape, uh, mostly Jewish children um, mm-hmm. whose parents have been taken away. So they begin encoding those identities in a 1732 religious text, which they begin referring to as the Book of Lost Names, hence the title of the novel. And they're recording these identities for these children because they're really worried that they're going to lose track of who they are, especially those who are too young to remember. Um, But toward the end of the war, the book goes missing, possibly looted by the Nazis. And 60 years later, we pick up with Ava when she's a librarian working in Florida. And she happens to glimpse the book in an article in the New York Times about Nazi looted books and the search to return them to their rightful owners. So as the story is unfolding in the past, we also see Ava in the present 
trying to summon the courage to travel to Berlin to finally, hopefully, maybe, uncover the last secret held within the pages of the Book of Lost Names. That's kind of the elevator pitch. It's so good, Kristen. Lori Lori read it. I listened to it and read it. So your narrator was wonderful. She's amazing. Madeline Maybe is her name. She's incredible. She did a great job. So I like to do the two of them. You know, You've written, I don't know how many other books, and I know you have The Forest of Vanishing Stars coming out, a new one coming out early July. But of your books, I mean, you had to do a lot of research on this. Was this one more fulfilling than others, or do they just all have a special time that they're your favorite? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think they're all fulfilling to me in different ways. Um, and, And they all involve a lot of research in different ways also. So for this one, I had to really, um, in addition to just kind of setting the world and setting the scene and understanding how people made their way into these forgery operations, I also had to really get my head around how physically the forgeries were actually done. Because there was so much to know about, um, you know, the, the different papers and how you'd etch a stamp and like some of these rudimentary things that people figured out how to do with no specialized equipment and no specialized training. It was really fascinating. But one of the things I got my hands on for this book, which was really an interesting part of the research, um, was a real life Nazi issued travel document from December 1940 uh, in Paris. So it was um, one of the things that forgers would have uh, absolutely had to forge because you couldn't move around France without a document like this. So having a document like that physically in my hands kind of helped connect some of the dots in my head. Um, but as far as just, you know, how fulfilling the books are in different ways, I, I think if I had to choose a favorite, it might be my um, 2012 novel, which was called The Sweetness of Forgetting. It was my first World War II novel. And um there's more personal stuff in it. Like it's a story about a woman and her grandmother and the grandmother has dementia. And I was writing it as I was losing my own Mm -hmm. grandmother who, who had Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also think that, and this is probably pretty common for authors. um, My most recent book is always really sort of my favorite because I think at least up until this point in my career, I feel like I keep growing as a writer with each book, like discovering new things about, you know, characterization and storytelling. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm proud of this book. And I'm, I think even a little bit prouder of the next book because I keep trying to um, spread my wings a little bit further. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you say in your author's note for the book of lost names that while you're researching your previous book, the winemaker's wife, which was set in the Champagne region of France in world war two, that you came across a few mentions of the important role that forgers played in the resistance. Um, Were you thinking like, okay, this could be a story? Because one of the things that is so great about, you know, you and other writers who do these uh, historical fictional novels is that you bring to life the stories of people that were, you know, it was happening. Women were resistance fighters. They were doing forgery. But we wouldn't know it if you guys didn't write these Do the research and write these books and bring these people to life. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. And to me, that's one of the things that's so important about continuing to do this kind of work is um, there are so many untold stories and so many stories that um, 
that are so relevant today. I mean, it's surprising how relevant these World War II tales mm-hmm. are, considering that they happened, you know, 80 years ago yeah. or, or mm-hmm. almost 80 years ago. Um, but I, I think that there are still so many lessons, and one of them is that women were underestimated then. But women were doing all of this important work that honestly helped win the war. I mean, it's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you, you asked about... Um, coming across mentions of forgers in um, in my last book, The Winemaker's Wife. Yes, that, 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 was how, that was how I came up with the idea for this. Uh, Noah, yes, yes. I totally apologize. My little five-year-old was in here asking if he can have a Hershey's kiss. I'm like, heaven forbid, I just have 10 minutes like, right. to myself. I apologize. Yeah, um, yeah so... Um, so it was while researching that book and the previous book that I came across mentions of um, of forgers and began to kind of think, well, who who were these people? What were the risks? Like, how did you get into that? Um, how did you learn to forge? And it was those answers that kind of led me um, to this book. And, and I always say when I'm talking about The Winemaker's Wife, which, as you said, was set in Champagne, mm-hmm. I clearly made a huge mistake going forward with my career because... Writing about champagne was glorious because I just had to drink a lot of champagne and travel to champagne. So, like, why my next books were not about chocolate and pasta, I do not know. There's no real explanation. And also, you know, I really appreciate, I I, I don't know why in, um, but I I would just say in the last year, we both have enjoyed movies and books that have had France or Paris as a centerpiece, maybe because we haven't been able to travel, travel and all of that, but you paint yeah. such a, a vivid picture of of Paris. So I, I appreciated that, even though I was trying to think in my mind, like what that must have been like. And then you would paint the picture of how grim it got, because we think of Paris as being yeah. the city of light and beauty. And really, they that was terrible, everything that happened in France in World War II. You know, really, it, it it really is, and you know, it's interesting you bring that up because when I was in my early twenties, um, I lived in Paris, and it was before I was writing about World War II. It was before I had written my first book. I actually attempted writing my first novel while I was living there, mm-hmm. um, and I think part of what led me down this path, in addition to just a general passion for France after having lived there was the idea that when I was living there, I didn't realize. I mean, I had a vague idea that, yeah. you know, World War II had partially taken place there, um, but I, I never realized the enormity of it and the darkness of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, it's become a real mission to me to kind of share that story. Paris is a beautiful place. Paris is an amazing place. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of darkness in in, um, in their recent history, too. So I think it's important to highlight that. Yeah, oh, well, you are... You- uh, in just reading more about, we loved this, this book, book the, so much. the book of lost names. Has anyone optioned <laughs> yeah. it? You know, yeah, um, yeah. So that's a great question. Um, I'm working with a producer right now um, who has optioned it, and um, yeah, we're just kind of trying to get it set up. The the whole Hollywood thing is such a long um, a long process mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, my first book was optioned so many years ago. My first book came out in 2006, and it had all the things lined up. We had an actress attached. We had um, a, a studio attached. We had screenwriters attached. Like it, I And I just had no concept that, like, all of those things could be lined up, and it could, could still not happen. Right. <laughs> so that was, like, my big lesson then. But 
Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, um, hopefully, uh, cautiously optimistic about this one because the, the producer who has it is really phenomenal and I love her vision for the story. Yeah. Well, I, we agree with uh, Fiona Davis who blurbed <laughs> your book and we loved her. We loved the Lions oh. of Fifth Avenue, but she said, not since Kristen Hannah's The Nightingale have I finished a book and oh. been so choked with emotion. Oh. And we agree 100% with that. I just, oh, yeah, you. really, really, really love Ava. Your, your thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That really means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And Kristen, why don't you, um, okay, because I know who your buddies are, who you do your podcast, <laughs> Friends in Fiction with, Mary Kay Andrews, um, Patty Callahan. I named the other woman, I think. There's four of you, right? Yeah, uh, there's five of us. Oh, so five. it's Mary Kay Andrews, Patty Callahan Henry, Christy Woodson Harvey, Mary Alice Monroe, and myself. And um, and it's so much fun. And yeah, like I mentioned, they, I think it was Patty who said how much um, she had enjoyed talking with you. But um, it, I think it was Patty. It might have been Mary Kay. But they, every and everything I've heard about you has been so wonderful. Oh, well, <laughs> so we're, we're going to hopefully have you on for your new book that's coming out like in two weeks, The Forest of Vanishing Stars. But we have to get get you on our list it looks so yummy it's this is a big treat for us Kristen Harmel international best-selling author who at the age of 16 was a sports writer covering MLB baseball I mean I, I want to learn wow. more about you and I want to talk about your work at People Magazine and all these other jobs and it's just we're gonna keep your number it's it's really okay. it's nice to meet you finally and I we cannot tell people enough the cover too. the cover art is we believe cover art sells books. That's how shallow <laughs> yeah. we are. The cover is amazing. <laughs> it is. It 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 is. I'm so grateful for it. It is a beautiful cover, and um, yeah, Gallery Books really does me right with these beautiful covers. Jeez, it's great, and you're so delightful. How nice to meet you. Thank you so much for being oh, on our show. And we can't oh wait. Oh my gosh, to... thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I want to. We Lori said today in the you know before the show, she's like, I want to read all of her books. I do. I mean. <laughs> You you really are such a delicious writer. The book is The Book of Last Names. It's in Aww. trade pa- paperback. Yes. Go get it at your local bookstore, people. Kristen, thank yes. you so much for your time, and we hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice to meet the two of you. Absolutely.